All right, good morning, Fritz Berger and bloodandfaith.com. It's uh, March 8th. It's Wednesday morning, March 8th. Uh, I think you guys have seen the news about the deep fakes and the AI. And you've heard about how they can paste somebody's face on somebody else's body and uh, present it as real to them, causing lots of pain and devastation to other people. It's come to the point where this stuff is is real and governments are taking hold of it. Uh, friendly governments, our own government, uh, foreign governments, enemy governments, in order to delude and influence other people. Destroy lives, build lives, however, you can use it any way you want to use it. And I suggest that that's really important to pay attention attention to. Uh, I suspect that if somebody wanted to target you, they could very easily. Between that and, I mean, imagine if you could, if hackers can hack into your system now with, with, uh, the crude tools they have. What can an AI semi-sentient being do? Can they hack into your bank account and just simply destroy your life simply by having you on a list? Why not? What about these uh, the CBDCs, Central Bank Digital Currencies? These are money tokens that are going to be generated by central governments that are, that are going to track every dime you spend in every location, uh, complete automatic tracking of your life, where you were, when you were, what you bought, how you bought it, who you bought it from. So between the AI being able to hack your accounts, central bank digital currencies able to track every dime you spend, Artificial intelligence and and the ability to uh, create deep fakes of you. We're living. We are living. Not coming. We are living in a totalitarian society, a, 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 a technological dictatorship, and they're just trying to tie the pieces together. Now, uh, what does that bode for a future? Not good. Not good at all. It's only good if you obey the regime. It's only good if you you follow the narrative. It's only good if you are willing to submit and bend the knee. For those of, those of us that aren't, uh, many of us have already felt the sting of their digital totalitarian system as uh, people are deplatformed, demonetized, and demonized. How much more efficient will that be when you have central bank digital currencies and an AI turned uh, upon dissenters? Uh, it's coming, if it's not already here. Oh, but most of all, I want to notice that nobody voted for this. Nobody voted for this. There was never a debate about this in the United States Congress or with politicians. It simply has happened. It's happened on their watch. It's happened on our watch. And nobody asked for this. This is perhaps the cruelest hoax of all. Do not expect a reasonable outcome to this. When people have power, they use it. If people have weapons, they use it. Somebody invented nuclear bombs in the 1940s, and they used them. Don't expect this tool not to be used to coerce entire populations. After all, there's a certain very powerful government that does everything it can right now to destroy other people economically for having ideas or positions that they don't support. Think about of it. Think about it as uh, uh, sanctions, sanctioning other governments, sanctioning individuals that have other citizenship. How about no-fly uh, uh, lists in the United States? How about no-fly lists around the world? 
And if they can sanction other people and other governments, don't you think they can sanction you at home with no recourse, no recourse whatsoever? The Supreme Court just ruled the other day that uh, internal intelligence in the United States is too sensitive of a topic to be reviewed by the courts. Nobody asked for this. That's my main point here. It's not how bad it is. It's just, just the fact that nobody asked for it. Nobody asked to live this way. Nobody asked to be ruled this way. Nobody asked for uh, governments to uh, coerce their own populations. Now, if you remember back at the beginning on the, of the GWA, the Global War on Terror, and just, the, just the rhetoric, it's a war on terror. It's a global war on terror. We have to destroy terrorism. And I, some of us said, you know what, this is a problem. This is a big, fat problem, because terror tends to be a tactic, not an end in itself. Uh, you can define terror as anything you want. And I used to talk to certain men in the military, and I said, why are you against violent extremism when you guys are extremely violent? Warheads on foreheads and all that stuff. The elite of the elite as far as uh, foot, foot soldiers. Uh, fighter pilots, bomber pilots, missile engineers. You're against violent extremism, yet your profession is extreme violence. I said, this can be turned around on you in in less than a heartbeat. And they knew it. They understood it. I said, you have professionals out here that demand precision of language in the command, and you're talking about violent extremism without defining it, without even trying to define it. Oh, yeah, we know, we know. I said, lo and behold, 2022, 2023, 2020, the, the, the policy of the United States government is to attack a violent extremism in all its forms and, and any thought that could potentially support a violent extremism. And then you've got Biden's red speech where he stands up there looking like uh, an unfriendly person that he is, basically demonizing half of America. Just reading this morning, some guy that was went to his uh, uh, kid's PTA meeting objected to some content that's being uh, spread abroad that nobody asked for. It was a sexual nature towards children that nobody asked for, that the parents never asked for. And now he's on a watch list when he gets on an airplane. And they screen, give him extra screening. Nobody asked for this. Now, whether you agree with all these things or not, I, I, got, I just let one point sink home. Nobody asked for this. Nobody voted for this. Nobody voted that we would spend billions of dollars uh, to support the Ukrainians. It, it never was a plebiscite. It was never debated publicly. It was like, this is what we're going to do. There's no debate about it. Same with all these other wars. Nobody voted for AI. Nobody voted for CBDCs. Nobody, it's, it's, it's out of control. Nobody voted to, that uh, uh, critical race theory be jammed down our throats in, in the school districts. Nobody voted for LGBTQ in the school districts. System's out of control. Nobody voted for this. We didn't ask for this stuff. And you've got the clause of a digital totalitarianism sinking into the body politic. And you've got uh, organizations such as the ADL, such as U.S. congressmen, Democrat and Republican, and Republican, I've seen their letters, demanding that people with dissonant ideas be terminated. Nobody voted for this. How are we going to get out of it? Well, my answer 
because people have to open up their mouth and speak. They have to be dissidents. They have to be ideological, political, religious, philosophical dissidents and say, hey, y'all are a bunch of liars. You lied about the COVID vaccine. You lied about the, the, the security elections. You pretty much lied about everything. And so people are, are sick and tired of this stuff. You lied about all the, all the, the J6ers. Oh, it was an insurrection. It was a revolution against the government. And if you've got police officers on tape now, now that they finally got it released two years later, escorting that shaman guy, you know, he's got the headdress on and all that stuff, from place to place within the Capitol. Escorted, as, a, as if he had his own uh, tour guides with the, with the police. Nobody lifts a hand to stop him. Just come, come on, and it's not violent. You go wherever you want to go. Here, let's try this door. Can you get in here? And it's all on tape, and they hid the tapes. Nobody asked to be ruled by a government like this. Nobody did. And you've got a very large segment of the population demonizing Christians and white people. Nobody asked for that, and it's being taught at the grade school level. It's being taught uh, uh, at the corporate level. Whites are asked or demanded to demonize themselves, and kids are taught to demonize themselves and their ancestors. Nobody asked for this. All right, the answer, my response is, is be a vocal dissident. Speak up and speak out. Will it cost you? Yeah, it will cost you. If you're a Christian, you need to welcome that with open arms. Welcome it with open arms. Look at Peter. He rejoiced when he, he was worthy of, of receiving a beating for the honor of the name of Jesus Christ. Lately, I've been starting to uh, record and send out Holy Scriptures. Holy Scriptures go forth and they change people. They change lives, whether the lives want to be changed or not. And this is what I'm talking about. you got to speak up and speak out. It will have an effect out there in, the, in society. It will have an effect. You, you just have to do it. You have to open up your mouth and speak the truth. And if you get a little feedback, you get a little pushback, well, at least you're in a fight. I'm not asking you to go and, and, and blow up your work, but you do have a private life. And I'm absolutely asking you to go out there and, and, and use the voice that God gave you. Use the, the, the tinkle of the keyboards with your fingers and write messages, write emails, forward memes, forward podcasts, forward the Holy Scripture. Normalize the Holy Scripture. I've been putting that up lately on my Gab post. Gab.com slash cybertext. C-Y-B-E-R-T-E-X-T. And just say, normalize the Holy Scriptures, man. Normalize what Jesus Christ said. Revelation 2.9, Revelation 3.9, John 8.44. Normalize these things. So people aren't shocked when they see them. They shouldn't be shocked. They should be like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what Jesus Christ said. Nobody should be shocked by that. And that must become normalized in society. That's the only way. I mean, that's, that's the start. It's our compass. It's our moral compass. Holy Scriptures is a compass on what is right and wrong. No other source of truth. And it's the one truth that they have suppressed. All right, I've been through 20 years of school, from, from first grade through a Ph.D. program. Not once in the 20 years was the Holy Scriptures ever taken seriously. Not once in 20 years was the Holy Scriptures ever taught. Not once in 20 years did any professor ever say, you know what, um, this is a source of authority, moral authority. Uh, it's, this is a narrative from which we ought to look at the world. Not once in 20, in 20 years. 
Now, you, now some, some people will say, well, that's no big deal. That's the way it should be. But I say the exact opposite. That's the exact opposite of what should, should be. Excuse me, I'm still finishing my first cup of coffee, so I'm tripping over my words a little bit. The Holy Scriptures ought to be that which every man knows in society, in any society, in every society. It's the greatest gift, save Jesus Christ himself, that mankind has ever received. And it's actively suppressed. By who? By the synagogue of Satan, by those that reject the truth, by those who deny the Father and Son, that by those who deny that the Messiah has already come in the flesh, by the atheists, and it's all the same people, all comes down to the same people. Oh, you can't say that. Oh, yes, I can say that. And that's what I'm saying. We've got to normalize what Jesus Christ said. We have to normalize the truth. Imagine that. The one book on, on planet Earth that has been demonized and destroyed and driven out of our public schools is the Holy Scriptures, is the Bible. What a twisted world we live in. And many in the church think that that's okay. Well, we have to have a neutral system. No, you don't. there's no neutral. It's Christ or it's Antichrist. It's Jesus Christ or it's Antichrist. Those are your options. And I'm fighting for Christ. I'm fighting for a Christian world order, a Christian nation, Christian nation states. Different, different from one another. The Italian Christian nation would be very different from a Norwegian Christian nation or a Nigerian Christian nation or some subset of Nigeria. They will all be different. They will all be unique, just like you and I are unique. Nobody can be Fritz Bergen, and I certainly can't be you. Why would nations be any different? Of course they're going to be different. They've got their own language, their own culture, their own history, their own habits, their own patterns. People are different. Groups of people are different. And I know that goes against the Antichrist ideology that we find today. It goes against the Antichrist ideas that, oh, we're all the same. We need equity. God hates equity. God hates equality. God is not equal. God is God. God is not the creation. God is the creator. Right there, inequality is built in from the very moment of creation. There's a difference between the creator and the created. Inequality is baked into the human experience, is baked into reality. There's no such thing as equality. Oh, we want equity of outcome. Really? Well, God Almighty doesn't. Some people are going to go to heaven. Some people are going to go to hell. And all these ideas that they come up with, their own self-made morality, their own man-made morality, is directly in contravention to Jesus Christ. That's what it all comes down to. Don't be racist. Don't be sexist. Don't be homophobic. Don't be anti-Semitic. And you read the scriptures, and, and Jesus Christ, the Word of God, violates every one of their Ten Commandments, their, their evil Ten Commandments. Well, we need an equity of outcome. Really? Well, then there goes the judgment day, and there goes heaven and hell. Oh, well, we, yeah, and, and that's the point. They're going to accuse Jesus Christ of being evil. Accuse, accuse him of being intolerant. You need to be intolerant and inclusive. We need the LGBTQ community represented in heaven. And you're intolerant and uh, not inclusive. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I'm going to take my normative ideas out of the Holy Scriptures. I'm going to look at the body of the Holy Scriptures from Genesis through the Revelation and say this is right and this is wrong. And homosexuality and transgenderism is evil. It's evil. It's not just wrong. It's not just unacceptable. It's evil. It needs to be rejected as a society, not just as an individual, but as an entire society. Rejected as an entire society because now it's in the public schools. You know, we were nice and diverse and tolerant at one point. So today, you know, if Tommy and, and Frankie want to hump each other in the closet, you know, I, we don't want to know about it. Go away. And believe me, we don't. Well, now it's, well, we need, we need equality. We need to get married. 
So now they're getting married. And next thing you know, it's being jammed down the throats of the children in second grade. Nobody asked for this. Nobody asked for this. And now you're twisting the children. You're destroying these children. Where do these drag shows come out of that are bring, that, that we're bringing children to? Nobody asked for this stuff. Shame those parents that, that bring their kids to that stuff. And this is what, I, you know, I've been going through the book of Judges on Sunday mornings recently. We just finished it up. We're about ready to go to the next book. But that's it. When you when you make compromises and, and you say, We're, let's live at peace with the Antichrist peoples and the Antichrist ideas, well, that, then they rule over you. Either you're going to have an explicitly Christian nation or you're going to end up like America in 2022. Okay, you, you have to say, you know, we're going to have a Christian nation state, Christian nation state. We're going to honor the Holy Scriptures from, from A to Z. Oh, you're like the Taliban. Christian, you got to get over that. you got to get over it. Listen to me. Listen to me very carefully. They're jamming LGBTQ down your children's throats. They're teaching your white kids to hate themselves and their ancestors. And you're complaining about the Taliban? You don't think they've lined you up for extermination? They're doing that now. They're doing it now with their poisons, with their vaccines, and with their ideology. And if you resist, well, that means you're racist. It's a very comprehensive program of white genocide. I'll just say it. Oh, you're just a conspiracy theorist for us. No, I'm not. I'm really not. That's the truth. And I've traced it back theologically. I've done that for you guys a few times. But look at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It used to be called the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for Depopulation. Don't tell me they don't have genocide on their mind. Look at Noah Harari, number two guy to... Uh, 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 what's his name? Klaus Schwab. Both of them Jewish, of course. A World Economic Forum. And he comes out and says openly, most people, he says, they're just, they're, 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 we don't need them. We don't need most people on earth. He said it openly. You don't think there's a genocide going on? Why do you think the, the only nations they're trying to flood with immigrants are the white and Christian nations? That's the only ones. Nobody's trying to flood Africa with European immigrants. South Africa, drive out the whites. Drive out the sidelanders. Destroy them. And they're still calling for that openly. The destruction of the whites in southern Africa. This is a white genocide project. Driven by the seed of the serpent against the seed of the woman. I'm not going to back down from that. I'm doubling down on that. How do you resist? We've got to wake up our brothers and sisters. We've got to wake up the white race. We've got to wake up the Europeans. And we've got to turn them back to the Holy Scriptures. And show them from the Holy Scriptures. This is what's going on. Equality is not a, a, a God attribute. If everybody, if God was, a, if equality was a God attribute, we'd all have the exact same IQ. We'd all be the exact height, weight, body uh, 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 geometries. But we're not. God likes the diversity. All right, Fritzberger at bloodandfaith.com.